everybody. Welcome to another episode of the HP Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin, here with me, the full suite of beautiful boys, Brandon. What's pop? Ben. Hello. And Phil. Hey there. What's going on, dudes? Not much. Just hanging out. Yeah. This is, uh, so normally we BS before the podcast. This We had an extended BS, BS in the session. I mean, we did, but we don't normally start about this till this time anyway. So sure, I think true. we are BS. We usually just BS downstairs. And then we come to the office and we BS more. Mm-hmm. So it's really just like we just BS longer in the office this time. Right. Yeah. The The ladies are downstairs watching home improvement YouTube videos. Huh. That sounds awful. Yeah. I don't really <laughs> I don't really get it. I mean, I love the, the rabbit holes, but not about things that are related to work. Well, the thing that the kick that Holly's on is like someone buys a house from 1890 that's in horrible shape and then they go and fix it up yeah that's like an entire channel and the the 2002 through 2015 was just like that was all that was on hgtv now now it's made its way to youtube yeah everything's made its way to youtube yeah literally that is that is true yeah sitcoms aren't really a youtube thing yet that's because sitcoms suck (laughs) depends on the sitcom all right all right (laughs) what do you have to say phil sitcoms are so much better than whatever crap is just sitting name one good sitcom one good sitcom? Okay, Seinfeld? Fair enough. The Office? <laughs> 30 Rock? I'm watching through 30 Rock right now again. Yeah, dude. My wife has never seen it. My God, every time Alec Baldwin says lemon, uh-huh. Chanel just starts cracking up. Just like it's the funniest thing. We're like 10 to 15 episodes deep, and she still cracks up every time he just says, calls her lemon. It's a good series. I've only seen like the first five seasons because my wife got burnt out after that, and I was okay. like, I'll wait for her to go back and finish it. And uh, she's never gone back to it, so I'm just gonna have to go at some point myself. It's so good. Let's here. Let me let me rephrase. The brand of sitcom that has cues to tell me when to laugh are bad. Yes, that yeah. piece of them at least. That's what I don't. That's literally any time I watch a show that has that. You I don't feel, like laugh tracks. I feel uncomfortable. I'm just like I'll laugh when I want to laugh. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel, and that's why I've never fully dived into. Seinfeld. Like there's no laugh track in Seinfeld. Yeah, there is. No, there's a live studio audience. It's a big difference. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, that's like, you know, my brother will have like the... Now, this is, you know, to some people top tier, but like the Big Bang Theory. No. I didn't find it funny to begin with, but that paired with the laughing out loud with live studio, whatever the fuck it is, just just turns me off, man. It really does. Brandon, have you seen there's YouTube videos where people will take scenes from those shows and remove the live studio audience i think that would make it better dude well it makes it better in a way that they look like fucking psychos (laughs) (laughs) like the things they're saying are not funny yeah and and there's just dead silence it's amazing so the 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 what sounds like a laugh track of old which was live studio audiences were actually just if they laughed they laughed if they didn't they didn't that's like just a little brief aside cheers the show cheers was one of the first shows that really really had a big following and also had a live studio audience. And during the original broadcast at some point, they had to put in a warning at the beginning that was like, we apologize for some portions of the audio of the actors because the audience is real. I mean, it was more concise than this, but the audience is real. They're here. They actually laughed so loud we couldn't capture what, like, <laughs> as well, um, yeah. you know. And then, like, Seinfeld had a live studio audience, and the laughter you hear is real. But then there's, like, shows like The Big Bang Theory, since we're talking about that, where yeah. they had a live studio audience, but if they didn't get the reaction they wanted, they would just use a laugh from a different take, 
and they record that on a separate track right. and then put that over top. So sometimes the laughter is real, but also artificial. Yeah. So what's real? What is real anyway? Yeah, I know. Damn. Yeah, I don't love laugh tracks, but I do love sitcoms. Like I would imagine. So let's say The Office had a laugh track. I think I wouldn't like it. One I'm of the a, first. I'm going to be honest. One of the really the first big shows that, that made it big that didn't have a laugh track, and I think that's why it's so it becomes so awkward at points. But that, but that's why it's funny, right? But I, don't I think if to. you look, yeah, and and since then the trend of like Brooklyn Nine Nine and Parks mm-hmm. and Rec and all those shows to to get away with no laugh track, you either need to be like a little bit more emotional and have like kind of that Goldberg's kind of family sitcom, like good, or writing. you have to have it like a documentary, and yeah. that's how you avoid the laugh track. I think like it's good just, writing and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude. What's funny is The Office. A lot of people see that as one of the pioneers of the docu, the mockumentary. Uh-huh. Style show, I'm like, and then I started watching last year Trailer Park Boys. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I was like, this is, this is one of them. Yep. Well, now it kind of originated the around the same time, though, yeah. didn't they? Uh, I don't have my Trailer Park Boys was I think like early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the British office, the British was office too. Was, yeah. Oh, it was? was probably. Uh, well, I mean, the, the U.S. one started in 05, I think. So yeah, you you'd have to go back to the early mm. 2000s for that. So Trailer Park Boys, I don't think anybody except for the guys that made the show knew about it till like three years in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. which is just uh, love that show. I honestly was thinking about watching the beginning of Trailer Park Boys again. I yeah. need to finish it. Yeah, dude, I never really finished good. it either. Honestly, the Netflix stuff, the Netflix era is yeah, it's a lot weaker. It's kind of like The Office, though. It's one of those things where you're happy that you stuck around. At least I was by the end just to like get a bow on it and just be done with it. Right. But it certainly has its ups and downs. You know, most shows do with multiple seasons. The fact that not everyone has watched Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm is it's just a sign of the total depravity of man. (laughs) It really is. I like Curb. I've not seen all of it, though. I've seen multiple seasons of Curb. Yeah, me too. You've not watched Seinfeld, right? No. Yeah. No. Man. You got to watch both. I can't let Colin know that or he might he might take me out. Oh, yeah. damn. I think I would help him. He'd probably like contract me since I live closer. He wouldn't have to yeah. come up here. It's not. No, he doesn't fire me. He fucking kills me. I know. I'm, yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. He'd yeah. contract me to kill you. Right. <laughs> yeah. I might do it myself. It's fine. Watch it. I might like the show based off the baseline. Watch it or I'm taking away what? your HBO Max access or whatever it's called. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, the Curb. QAnon documentary is over. Okay. You got to watch Curb. Like, you know, even it's, if you don't watch Seinfeld, watch Curb front to back. Phil. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just saying, give me one of the two, at least. And there's no you there's have no both. studio audience. Both exist, therefore you must have both. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I agree with that completely. This is a show about video games. This oh, is a yeah. Show about video games. games. <laughs> From handsomephantom.com. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> for hanging out uh this show is brought to you of course by our lovely patrons over at patreon.com slash handsome phantom where you can sign up for just a dollar a month to get this show early or at three dollars you get early access to hb after dark there's a new episode out right now or at the five dollar level you can get uh your name listed in the credits which i have to record tonight but we got a new one to put on there that just came in today one to put on that's right so no more shadow producers no more shadow producers that's right so, yeah, those are available options. If those do not interest you, that's fine. We're happy to have you here on the free public feeds as well. But let's talk about some video games. Here's a, a pretty interesting one. Pretty, pretty good. Good. 
Pretty, yes. pretty, pretty, okay. pretty, okay. pretty, pretty good. E3 is back, sort of. Mm-hmm. E3 has confirmed there was some rumors posted on Twitter, and now we have official confirmation. The E3 is coming back as a digital-only event, nothing in person. Now, the companies that we have involved right now are Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft, Take-Two, Warner Brothers, and... Coke Media, a.k.a. Uh, THQ, Nordic. Yeah. Uh, there are notable people missing, notable companies missing are Sony, Electronic Arts, no surprise on those two, Activision Blizzard, Sega, Bandai Namco, and Square Annex. Uh, and we really don't know a lot of details about this other than, quote, they are showcasing the latest news and games directly to fans around the world. There will be three days of live streams, June 12th through 15th. Phil? Yep. How are you feeling? I mean, it's, it's who cares at this point? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, the whole point of that, I mean, what E3 has always been is for, I mean, obviously in the old days for Walmart and Target and Best Buy to get a look at the goods and make their orders and for people to actually get some hands-on time with these games to tell people how they play. So, I don't know. I don't feel like we need this necessarily in a digital format. I'll probably watch a few of the videos. I wish they had some sort of way, and maybe I'm just biased because we have a small stake in that at times, but I wish they could get demos out to people during that time too so they could actually get some hands-on time with them and talk about what the game actually feels like and not just show a bunch of trailers. But Right, and I would imagine that A lot of these companies will have I know like that specifically some of these companies have done preview events remote for press people, specifically through using Parsec. Right. Um, So maybe that's a possibility. It's funny you bring up the demos, though, because it was part of the rumor mill that E3 would be doing a paid access. Thank God it's free. That's all I have to say. Well, they did not confirm or deny anything about a paid access, mm. specifically a what the rumor was, a partnership with NVIDIA that would give you access to demos through NVIDIA's cloud streaming stuff. Mm. So it still could be possible. It could be. We'll I see. just can't figure out why any publishers want to still be a part of this. Especially Nintendo that does their own directs all the time. Like, they yeah. don't need this. Do you feel like it's um, like they're just throwing the ESA a bone? I mean, it could be a matter of, well, we're already paying them our dues. We might as well get something out of it. But then they're paying extra, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe people are like, well, maybe this is maybe we would have more success. Why not try it one year? And it's just a little blip in the books if it doesn't work out. But I just don't, especially people like Nintendo who, you know, they, they're getting a million people watching their directs live or something crazy when they're doing them on their own. And, um, you know, there's just. To me, there's no logical reason. As much as I want there to be a reason, I can't logically make sense of it. Well, specifically for Nintendo, I'm thinking, like, how expensive could it possibly be for them to do this digitally? And they're saving the money on the booth and stuff like that, too. They're not putting all that money into stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, I agree with... that extra money in the budget. (laughs) Well, well, no, like... I live thing. I agree that, like, why would they do that? But I also think that why would they not do that 
well, if it is digital, what's what's the price barrier there? Well, ESA is going to charge them to be a part of E3. Well, maybe not as much as they would have for that much space on the show floor. Fair. What I'm saying is, why are you paying someone else to just put up your video like you could do on your own and still get as much traction? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. I, I think even though E3 is definitely something different than it's been before, it still does carry weight. Big, sure. big weight. Sure. And, you know, I mean, I don't necessarily understand why Nintendo would find this alluring, but I also know they have a fuck ton of money right now. They're like the big a company, fuck, though. A fuck ton of money. And, you know, maybe that just... How much? A fuck ton. Okay. Of you money. know why, though? Why they have a fuck ton of money? Are you seeing the Rise sales, too? Yeah. Monster Hunter? Yeah. Dude, the, Nintendo is swimming in cash. They make great games. And that's what it comes to. Like, when I think back to even PAX, I think it was they had a big booth for Animal Crossing. They didn't have to do that. That game was no. going to sell more more copies than anything, even without that booth. But they always go above and beyond. They just they their games could speak for themselves, right? But they promote the hell out of them, and I guess it pays off. But they yeah. just make. Real, I was thinking about that. Like even Sony, you know, obviously Microsoft have their misfires. Nintendo doesn't have many, right? So. Yeah, I mean, other than the their entire Wii U console, the console, but, sure. <laughs> but the games, if you look at the hardware. That's not yeah, right. the games if you look were, at the software. The games are good, but like Nintendo but can, Nintendo about. can skimp on the software and the yeah. hardware and well, every other console the weird Nintendo business puts out decisions. is just garbage usually. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I was trying to think like as far as the worst games on Wii or from from Nintendo first party aren't even necessarily horrible. Like Mario Party for Switch. Yeah. I didn't love it. I didn't mm-hmm. love it, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's not it's they've, not great. They've tried weird gimmicks that weren't necessarily even bad, like Mario Party on Wii U required, I think, Amiibo and just weird choices and using uh, the Wii U game pad shit for Star Fox was kind of kind of limits what you can use that game for in the future. But choices were made around the console, but the games are still fun. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think you guys are, are right. Definitely about the fact it's like why. That's the thing that I've been thinking this whole time is why would these companies do this? What is the draw? Especially, like you said, for someone like Nintendo, I really feel like you have to imagine like uh, Doug Bowser is very familiar and friendly with the head of the ESA. Sure. Now, the question is, Doug Bowser can't make business decisions out of a favor. Do you know what I mean? Right. But there has to be some kind of like, hey, we support E3. Uh, we've been to E3 for a decade plus now, decades, and now, uh, you know, we're willing to be involved to help out. Is that even in the realm of possibility? Maybe, but I don't. We get back to this legalese and they have a fiduciary duty to their stockholders to do the thing that's best. So they have to be able to make a case that this is the best business move, or at least a good business move. Uh, And out of the two, I don't know how you prove that doing a favor to the ESA is better for you than not doing a favor. Here's a different... There's a case to be made, I think. I think I could make it myself if I really wanted to, but I don't want to. It'd be an easier case if we knew what they were paying to be a part of this. No, it'd be a harder case, I guarantee it. Because they're paying more than zero dollars. Well, yeah, there you go. That's fair. Here's here's a different perspective I just thought of. We, all of us in this room, know about Nintendo Direct. We know about the Square Enix Presents, all of these events. 
you don't see NBC News covering the Nintendo Direct. But usually when E3 happens, we have it's beyond the the gamer appeal, right? It, it goes. You may see headline big headlines on the bigger sites, maybe some non gaming related stuff. And in addition, maybe people that aren't tuned into the industry like we are, are still aware of E3. They may not tune into everything, but they will check stuff out when E3 happens. Right. So maybe it's just that to us, the E3 brand does not mean what it used to because we get that kind of info everywhere all the time. But to the, you know, and I say this nicely, but the the normie crowd. Yeah. E3 probably holds a lot more yeah. weight. And Nintendo might know this, obviously does know that. And if that's the case, then that would make sense as to why they would be a part of it. So as to keep people interested next year when it's actually a live event again. Yeah. Um, where they might actually, you know, find right. value in it. Right. And yeah, that's kind of, I agree with you, Dustin. I mean, I, like I said earlier, I, I still do think E3 has some weight to its name. Clearly, it's been around for a long time. And I think that, I don't know, is, is it too far to say that Nintendo appeals to a more normie crowd than other consoles? Yeah, that's you've, I th- you've gone too far. Think somewhat. That's correct because uh, it's Nintendo. I like, but I think the fact that they don't have like Call of Duty or Madden means they don't necessarily. Right. It, it appeals to a different normie. I'm crowd. thinking like, I don't even know how I'm trying to formulate this. Like, like, like the family normie crowd. I feel like they fit in a really niche there with a lot of their stuff, and maybe they just see benefit in it. And you know, I think Dustin's onto something there. One other thing, which I, I didn't write in the notes, but when the leaks were happening initially, there was some talk of the fact that some of these publishers were going to be bringing a few things to E3. Hmm, so right. imagine Nintendo, maybe they show one smaller game and then they do a, a teaser for Breath of the Wild 2 and say for the full trailer, the Nintendo Direct will be on this day. Sure. Which maybe, I mean, then, you know, it's just more eyes on this, the possibility of a, you know, check this out as well. Right. right. Yeah. But if they don't shadow drop Metroid Prime 4, it's a waste. <laughs> Whoa. Dude, dude, you were like every Reddit, Reddit commenter <laughs> ever, ever, just always disappointed. <laughs> the Nintendo Direct never gives anybody what they want. Nope. Like 0% of people, nope. I think, based on the internet. 0% so. of the people. Gotta hate the vocal minority. Yeah, well. Yeah. Any other thoughts on E3? The plan also, Phil. Yes. Sorry, this is another important detail. The yes. plan is that E3 in person's coming back. That's right. In 2022. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's 2022 is still a summer. 2022 is still a long ways off. But. Yep. Uh, All I know is I can't wait for the ESA that docks us again without us even physically getting to go to an event. Dude, yeah. dude, on their website, they're like, sign up to, for more information. I was like, well, not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, literally, I just got a notification today. Two years ago, ago today, we were in Pat. We yep. were in Boston. We were. Oh, two years. Two ago. years ago, I have a video of myself walking into the convention center hmm. in Boston. Well, we were there like a year and two weeks ago, too. Yeah. That, was, that wasn't my Snapchat memory, though. But yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah. Phil, you still could go uh, to 
PAX West is still scheduled to be in person. That is true. But then you have to go to Seattle, which not only will you maybe be killed by Antifa, who knows, with wow. all the different stuff going on. Are they on. still there? I don't know. Probably. It's Seattle. They had to go somewhere. The <laughs> they got to go somewhere. The election is over. It's not enough. Um, it's not enough. It's not enough. This joke has gone too far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, dude, I looked into once going to PAX West, specifically when Sacred Symbols was going to do their live thing. It is so much more expensive. Not just the flight there, but staying in Seattle is way more expensive than Boston. Is it like LA prices? No, it's higher. It's higher. Higher. It's yeah. not like San Fran prices. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd like to go to West someday. Yeah. I well, just, it's never, I've never been able to justify it based on those. Dude, I love, the, of us two again. I love to put on my cowboy boots and go to South. Canceled. Oh. It's not in Texas. Yeah, but it was canceled. I know. Yeah. They don't do it anymore, right? One day. I don't know. I don't think they are doing it anymore. Oh, really? No, I don't think it was very successful. Really? Yeah. Something? I didn't even realize that. I got word from some publishers that they weren't happy. Really? Okay. Mm. Okay. Maybe that's the one to go to then. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's what, what I'm saying. <laughs> a uh, convention that we've never looked at going to, it's not really great for demoing, but um, MAGFest in D.C. Tokyo Game Show? Oh, dude, I love <laughs> Could that. Could you imagine? Anyway, sorry, Mag- go ahead. MAGFest is in January in D.C., and I've heard that it's lit, cool, but uh, and we have, we'd have a place to stay nice. if we ever wanted to do that. But All right, let's move on. This was a... More of a low-key news item, but mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting nonetheless. I wanted to bring it to you guys. Upload VR with a scoop here. Ian Hamilton wrote an article that said, Oculus Rift S stock empties and will not be replenished. Facebook confirmed to Upload VR that, generally speaking, stock of the PC-only Oculus Rift S VR headset won't be replenished going forward. Said while you still might be able to get the headset in some online stores, the confirmation effectively marks the end of Facebook's PC-only line of VR headsets, which which started shipping to consumers five years ago. Facebook previously previously announced that wouldn't happen, but as of writing in the United States, Rift S can't be found for sale through its official website, nor can it be purchased new on Amazon, and it appears unavailable in some physical Best Buy stores. Uh, here's a quote from Facebook: "Quote." Rift S is still available for sale currently in some channels around the world, but as we announced last year, we plan to stop selling Rift S in 2021, a Facebook representative told Upload VR over email. Generally speaking, as channels sell out of stock, they won't be replenished moving forward. Have they merged the stores yet, or is it still separate for that in Quest? Um, they're still separate. Mm. So I feel I'm, like if they're going to get rid of the one, they should. I'm not in the VR game. Which one is this? This, this one is, Dustin has. Well, sort of. Oh. Is this like an old one that's being phased out? I am not in tune with Don't the you VR have both of them? crowd at yes, all. Yes, sort of. So please <laughs> update me just a little bit. Okay. Don't make it lengthy. The Oculus Rift is their PC-only headset. Okay. Okay. The Oculus Quest is their headset that initially was standalone, but now can be plugged in and used as a PC headset. The... Oculus Rift S was the updated version of the PC only headset. So the one that I have, they don't sell anymore. It's like the oh, version one. Okay. So now, as it was, there was Rift S and there was Oculus Quest 2. They are getting rid of the PC only headset in favor of the Quest 2, which is a standalone and can be connected to the PC. Oh, okay. But it's also very hard to find. Like, it's yeah, not it staying be. on shelves right now. 
I saw one the other day. I saw one at our local Well, I was going to say, didn't our friend Justin say they were everywhere? Now they, I, I feel like you can get them. If you log on to Oculus or Amazon, you can find them now. Hmm. But yeah, dude, the, the Rift S, or not Rift S, the Quest has been a huge success. Uh, and actually, in the article, it says the newer, lighter, and more powerful Quest 2 started selling in late 2020 for 299 and in less than six months outsold all previous VR efforts combined. Holy shit. No wonder they're dumping it. Yeah. I mean, that, that just sounds like that makes sense. So the other one that they're not selling anymore, was it more expensive? The Rift S, I believe, was also, yeah, $399. Here's the thing that was weird about the Rift S, though. The original Rift and the Quest is their hardware. They design it top to bottom, and they get it manufactured, whatever. They cheaped out on the Rift S because it was technically made through Lenovo. Mm. And also was slightly worse in certain ways than the Rift before it. The computers we use at work, I know how good they are. (laughs) Yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. I'm going to start to get upset. Phil, you can can buy a Quest 2 on Amazon, 64 gig for $300, and get it by Thursday. Uh, all right, buy one, Phil. Phil's, Phil's, do it now. Phil's do it on like, the show. Feels like add to card. Um, right are you? Wait, are you seriously gonna buy it right now? Yeah, why not? Phil, you buy? just told me your wife got mad at you for ordering shoes. Okay, well, don't say. Don't that. order it. <laughs> don't order it. <laughs> when you say it like that, they were Kermit the Frog shoes. I had to buy them. No, but listen, this is. <laughs> you can make a you can make a bigger case for the headset. Come on. Wow! Just tell them you're gonna run in the shoes or you something. You could wear That'll... those shoes in VR, <laughs> dude. Listen, you don't have to buy them. Look, this is the cost saving thing. I don't have to buy new shoes because I can just put them on a VR now. That's true. It was it was more for the space than the money. But you're right. She did just, just also have a talking with me about my shoe buying. Here's the thing, Phil. Yeah. You just got them fucking Pumas too. I know, but they didn't have Kermit on. <laughs> okay. Anyways, sorry. here's what's gonna happen. Yeah, is if you buy this Quest Two right now. Mm-hmm. Next year, mm-hmm. you're going to want to buy the the PSVR 2. Ah, uh, smart. And your wife, who I don't think is unintelligent, but she's not connected in the tech world. She's yeah. going to say, why do you need another VR headset when you have this one? And then you're going to have to explain, well, this one is through Oculus and has its own games. And, this, and it just, at that point, she's going to tune you out. Yeah. And it's got Kermit on it. Yeah. Can you buy the Kermit <laughs> VR headset? Combine the I best wish. of both Is worlds. Is there a Kermit game for Quest 2? <sighs> I don't think a so. A Muppets VR game. Do Muppets translate well into 3D? Yeah. Like you, 3D dude, games? Th- uh, down at, well, I don't know about games, but at uh, Hollywood Studios, they have like a Muppet 3D theater, and you wear Holy the 3D shit. glasses, and it's like a big show, and it's a lot of fun. I watched Muppets take Manhattan for the first time mm-hmm. a few days ago. Mm-hmm. It was fine. It was fine. It was not as good as the Muppet movie. No. No, at all it's, it's uh but my dad said like... muppets take manhattan is better no no I don't it's think better that's true. better no. than caper i no what, so what? They, they get progressively worse yes so dude i'll tell you, i maybe i'm just it is you know i just have a soft spot but that are the first muppet movie man oh it's that so is, good my goodness one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. The longer Jim Henson is dead, the worse the Muppets are. Yeah. There was a resurgence, I think, in the 90s. The worse the world is. Yeah. Muppets Christmas Carol is still, I mean, that, that shit slaps. Oh, sure. Hard. Um, but yeah. They, One of the they only Christmas downs. movies I'll watch. Yeah. It's a very good, very good Christmas movie. Probably the best uh, movie version of that that story. But I'm, what? Phil, I'm on, a, uh, I'm on a goal right now mm-hmm. that I need to watch 
every Muppet movie that I've never seen. Okay. So the only That's ones I have left doable. are uh, Muppets Take Manhattan. Okay. That might be it. Of the main ones, because I've seen Muppet Treasure Island. I've seen Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. The two new ones. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch the Muppet Wizard of Oz. No? No. What about Space? You saw Space? Oh, dude, Space is classic. Okay, there you go. Actually, I think Space is very good. It is good. A lot of people th- don't think it's as good. I mean, there's a, there's actually a lot of Muppet movies now, so some are going to be not as good. Um, I still think my, my, my top, we'll do top three, is the original, Christmas Carol, and then the, uh, the remake. I will well, say. Well, not remake, but you know, the newer one, the uh, newer Muppets, the Jason Siegel one. The, oh, that's, yeah, that yeah. was good. The best part of the great Muppet caper is they're trying to get a taxi. Mm-hmm. Kermit's like, why are none of them stopping? Gonzo's like, don't worry, I got it. And then he just like throws himself into the road. <laughs> it was really funny. Uh, I'm going to say one last thing, then we can move on. Sure. But in a similar type setting in Christmas Carol, when Rizzo has to get through this like gate and he just jumps over and he's like, God bless my little broken body. <laughs> oh, and yeah. then when he lands in the snow and then he forgets something, he has to, he goes right through the gate. Yeah. And, he did not have to jump and kill himself at all. Scrooge is a great Christmas Carol movie. That's it. Yeah, but that, yeah, Scrooged? I don't think of that. Yeah, Scrooge. Yeah. That's a great movie. I saw that last year for the first time. Fantastic. I saw it in school once. Like Fantastic. a teacher played it, it which like it was such a relief because being someone who went through elementary school and high school between the year 2000 and 2012, mm-hmm. I saw the movie Elf mm. more times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I hate, I honestly, I don't hate the movie Elf, but I cannot watch it because I saw it. So every teacher was like, oh, I'm going to be the cool teacher. Safe. I'm the cool teacher yeah. that played yeah, the cool safe, movie yeah. Elf. Who showed you Scrooge? My Ocker? That sounds like something. It actually might do. have been. She, she was showing edgy films, I, I feel. Yeah. 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 How did you know that? I just had a hunch. Did she play Scrooge? Oh, no. She didn't, she didn't play Scrooge, but she played something like a couple of things, obviously Romeo and Juliet and whatever. But she played us a couple movies that she had to give us like a preface, like if your parents ask, I will deny, deny, deny. <laughs> <laughs> she used to let us come into her room during our study hall because our, our study hall teacher was mean. So me, Brandon, and our one friend Austin would do that. We would do dumb shit like stack books up and then plank, plank on, them. on them and take pictures. And she, she was just cool with it. She didn't yeah. care. One she was of, great. One of my favorite memories is the vice principal walked in as I was playing Plants vs. Zombies in a classroom. On your phone. Just sitting there, which is strictly prohibited. He just walked in and asked. and was like, where's she at? And I'm like, was this I don't know. And then he just left. No. And I w- uh, B-slam. Uh, yeah. Huh. Goddamn. The Quest. Yes. The Quest. The, the quest. quest. Nobody cares about our high school. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry. We're getting into some after dark territory yeah. here. Is there a Muppet VR game? No. No, I looked it up. no there Man. is not. Ben is has not. confirmed. There should be. At least not for modern VR devices. Mm. Do anyone play Muppet Racing for PS1? Mm, no. Not good. No. Glad I played it. That. So just, you know, when you're a kid, you got a certain amount of games. Yep. You play them if they're good or bad. Yeah. I need a Muppet video game right now. Is Phil Phil's actively searching on his phone to find a Muppet game. That's play. probably going to be cheaper than you were just about to order an Oculus Quest. Got Scrooge McDuck over here just le- window shopping on, on air. <laughs> Muppet Monster Adventure. That sounds terrible. Oh, I just thought of something completely random. Bucks. We're off topic, so I want to bring interject right, a random right. gaming topic into the show. It's very important for the boys here. 
on Apple Arcade, a new game came out exclusive called Clap Hands Golf. Oh, and it is everybody's golf by Clap Hands, but it's not called everybody's golf because Sony had nothing to do with it. So ah. you can now play everybody's golf on your phone if you have Apple Arcade. Nobody's golf. It's nobody's golf shit, shit should have been. Collie is addicted to it. I played it a little bit and thought it was fun. Damn. I just got a three month like trial for that. I really want to try Fantasian, I think. Fant- whatever. Fantasian? Uh, it's like an RPG, it looks like, but that's like they built dioramas and like the backdrop is all these is dioramas. That the, the creator of one of the Final Fantasy OGs? I believe so. On? I it looks, it looks cool. looks pretty cool. Okay. Let's get this train back on track. PS Plus games for April were revealed. One of them we knew about long, a few weeks ago, maybe a month or two ago. The big one for PlayStation 5, Oddworld Soulstorm is free, along with two PS4 games, which are Days Gone and Zombie Army 4 Dead War. Did we talk about this last week? No. I don't remember. No, we, did we definitely that. didn't. You're right. I okay. About it. We Phil, definitely did. Yes. You've played Zombie Army. Before, yeah, I reviewed it. Is it good? It's a fantastic game. Whoa. Some of the most fun I've had in the last couple of years. Really? I had a blast with it. What is the gameplay? I know nothing about the series. Oh, uh, it's a third person shooter. Kind I, of a Okay, that's what I thought. Yep, yeah, but like where where it really is is cool is the uh the slow motion just brutal kills. Like is, if you shoot them I thought that just was right. sniper well, zombie or something. No, nah, zombie. Is army. it made by okay. the same people? The same people. Yeah. Okay. But like they bring those elements from Sniper Elite. Sniper I guess. Elite. Okay. Yeah. See, I was getting those confused. Yeah. I thought they were the same game for a minute. No. Same people. Okay. If you get I mean, sense. it's it's not as you know up front but like when you get a when you get a really nice kill you get that slow motion you see the bullet crush through i mean it kind of looks like mortal kombat you know, oh yeah i had the the x-ray yeah, and stuff yeah. like that like very cool had a lot of fun with that yeah Let's it gets it repetitive out. obviously like most games in that you know you're fighting hordes and hordes of the same enemies but right um had a blast with it i played the first level of odd world yeah this morning and i liked it yeah but what's weird is the first level was more traditional platforming stuff. There was no commanding of uh, of guys yet. I'm guessing they introduced that later. Okay. But I will say, surprisingly, very beautiful looking. Very graphics, very good on PS5. Yeah. The IP turns me off, but because it's a PS5 game, I was inherently interested. Doesn't Lauren likes? Oddworld, doesn't she? Where did I think that? That was my last girlfriend. Oh, oops, sorry. Whoopsie. I feel like with Oddworld, they can literally do whatever they want. It's like a property where, like, Stranger's Wrath is still probably my favorite one. Well, dude, they fucking nothing like. I've never played an Oddworld game, but I'll probably play this one because I I have it now. Well, didn't they? And I guess it's pretty smart for them. I guess to try and make more money, but they just released a collection. Hmm. Did you guys see that? New and tasty. Oh, no, 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 yeah. No, no, no. They, I don't know if it's like just dropped or what, but I saw a collection of multiple games that were Oddworld. And it, I believe it was 60 bucks. Hmm. I'm going to have to look that up. But. Yeah. No, I think I saw that too. But uh, yeah, Oddworld is intriguing to me just because the subject matter is really dark. Like the first game is about the basically your Abe, the main character, is a slave at this factory and the factory decides that they're going to start using his species as food. And so it's about him 
getting all of his all the other of his kind out. And so it's it's weird. It's like strong uh, themes. Yeah. Themes. Yeah. Are you Abe again in this one? Yes. This, OK. Yeah. Which I don't know anything. There's like uh, I know. So there's Abe's Odyssey, which was the original Abe's mm-hmm. Exodus. Mm-hmm. Then there was Munch's Odyssey. Oh, yeah. Munch for Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. The first Xbox. Yeah. I don't I don't know anything yeah. about that. Game. I didn't play that one. Me neither. Anyway, that's available to check out for huh. free if you have PS Plus, of course. Oh, and Days Gone's great because I want it to be yeah. in more people's hands, but I have it on the collection for PS5, so I was kind of like, yeah. No. You right, know. but also you have to have a PS5 to get it. Well, I know. That's, so. what, that's why I prefaced. Right. For me. Yeah. Were you saying Days Gone is great as a choice for PS Plus, or you actually think it's a great game? I don't think it's a great game. I think it's a great PS Plus game. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know. I was like trying to remember how you felt about it because I knew you yeah. bought it. I even restarted to play it on my PS5. Oh, and instantly started playing a different game. I played it for about <laughs> an, I, I just played it for about an hour and a half, and I remembered why I stopped playing it. I had played it much more like like fifteen twenty hours to begin with, and thought it was fine, um, but didn't really want to get past all the crap. And I heard it was kind of a lengthier game and it kind of outstayed its welcome at points from people that beat it and platinumed it. Um, and I just didn't think that I would make it through. So I just stopped at the beginning. Damn. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny. Um, that you were playing that a little bit. I guess this is not really that related. I was thinking about how I started playing, uh, uh, Ratchet and Clank again. Oh yeah. And I'm going to, I think I'm going to play through all of it. Hell yeah. You should. It's good. It's yeah, so dude. good. Yeah. I should just download dude. that just to, I saw it on your 60 frames, but I just want to actually like fuck around with it a little bit. How oh. good was the PlayStation 4? I mean, so good. So good. Just just the catalog, man. Yeah. So I mean, good. the lifespan of the console probably had something to do with that. There's a lot more time for yeah. there to be good shit, right? And to but optimize. Look up front, but Ratchet and Clank early yeah, on. You're not early wrong. On. You're not wrong. Yep. Second Son was very early. Um, a lot of good stuff in the early days of the, the PS4. You're not wrong. All right, new Game Pass games. Obviously, you guys know about Outriders, of course, was just last week was available, but there is their normal slew of monthly games. The big one is Grand Theft Auto V for cloud and consoles. That'll be available April 8th. Also, Zombie Army 4 Dead War, cloud and console P and PC, April 8th. Now, Phil, Disneyland yes. Adventures. Mm-hmm. I believe this is already on. Yeah, I've been playing through it already. But it's coming to cloud also. Okay, don't care. What do you do in this game? Not much. Okay. Um, You go around and like take your picture with the different characters. You, you know, they have like the different rides, but it's not really the rides. Like you go into the Haunted Mansion and like it's actually. I love it because I just love going around Disney, but it's a bad game. I mean, it was a connect game at first. So basically like. That's what I was wondering. When you go through the Haunted Mansion, I actually, like, I've played through this a few times now. You're supposed to basically hide from the ghosts when they show up. I actually have no idea how to get out of the way of the ghosts, so I just sort of get hit every time. Mm. Um, It's bad, but you just basically walk around Disneyland, and you go into the different rides, and they have mini games based on the rides, and then you take your picture with characters. You can dance around. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like something that would originally have camera support built in. Yeah, it did. The other Connect um, game that they brought, I don't remember what it was, like Disney Adventure, I don't know what it was, but they have like 
different Pixar properties, I think mostly where you can play through different scenarios and like Ratatouille and whatever. That's actually a more fun video game, but it's still not very good. It's more of an experience, it sounds yeah. like, than oh, anything. Rush, a Disney yes, Pixar adventure, yep. also coming to cloud on <laughs> April 8th. <laughs> nice. Congrats. Phil. That's the one. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, coming April 12th, we have NHL 21 on console game called Rain on Your Parade for cloud console and PC. This is an ID at Xbox game April 15th pathway for PC on April 15th. And finally, which is one we can talk about. This is the big news on April 20th for 20 blaze it MLB the show 21 for cloud and console. This game is fucking me up. Because I don't know what to do. And <laughs> I actually, I wanted, I was hoping you would bring it up because I wanted to talk about it on the show. So I deliberately didn't bring it up before we started the show. Okay. The show. The show. <laughs> when I first heard this news, I'm like, oh, cool. Now I don't have to buy it. I'll just play it on the Xbox. But guess what? Guess what, guys? I want to play it on the PS5. I don't want to play it on the Xbox. So now I have this terrible decision I have to make. I was about to pre-order it yesterday. They had a fancy edition that came with a hat and some other stuff. And I almost pulled the trigger and I thought, but you can play this for free. And I am going back and forth and I don't know which console I want to play this on. Do I want to play it for free on a console I don't want to play it on? Or do I play it on the PS5 and pay money for it? Now, why? what is your reason behind wanting to play it on the PS5? Trophies. Since you have trophies. A, trophies, okay. Specifically. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess that's what I like to... I don't know. I, you don't I don't care know. about those Chivos? Not really. Yeah, Not since either. the PS4. I yeah. mean, pre-PS4 I did. Right. Now I care more about trophies. Dude. But I I just feel like... And I don't know. I don't play a lot on Game Pass. But I guess just knowing that I own the game. That's a game I want to own. And, you know, but maybe maybe I play it on Xbox and then I buy it when it's 20 bucks someday down the line for PS5. I don't, who knows? Phil, Next year a new one will come out. It Go sounds ahead. like you've made up your mind. I haven't. No, what, what have I decided? Tell me, tell me what I've I decided. I think you need to buy it on PlayStation. Okay. And here's the thing, everyone. I know that I get accused of being a Sony fanboy. That's fine. Maybe I am. But here's the thing. That I think from we all personal, are in this room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's We're the being thing. Real. It's true. My, from my personal experience, I bought Persona 5 Strikers on PC, and mm. that's not really where I wanted to buy it and play it. Mm. And that has been a weird, slight deterrent to me playing it. Okay. To be honest, I have a weird relationship with PC games right now because of my much more time spent and my PC working that it creates a weird dynamic I get lately. That. Nope. I don't nope. know. Maybe I just need to maybe I need to just I'm sitting too much or something and it I don't I guess I'd be sitting on the couch downstairs, so I don't know. It's just a different feel. But it's not your office. You know? Right. It's, it's separate. I don't yeah, know. I get it's that. weird because that never was a problem for me for years. And yeah. now it's feeling different. But the the thing is, Phil, when you sit down to play on Game Pass, you know what's going to be nagging at you? Hmm. You could be playing this on PS5. How far do you want to go in to your career mode or whatever? And that's it. That's the, that's the ticket right there. So here's yep. the thing. You just almost bought a $300 Oculus Quest as mm -hmm. an impulse buy. You're right. Spending $70, you're going to go in there and you're gonna like, now I don't need to even think about this. Yep. Okay, I think you're right. Is this and a I, game you would have you were going to buy? I was way? going to buy day yeah. one. Yeah, I I didn't buy last year's. And actually, last year's was free on PS Plus. I think at yeah, some point it was about halfway through the year. Yeah, so I mean, I ended up with that and didn't play much of it. And sports games for me, I kind of go every other year. So I didn't play last year. So I'm ready for I'm ready for some some baseball. And this was a game I was going to buy. And like, 
we'll dive a little in and into my personal stuff. But the uh, the the cover athlete this year is actually probably my favorite baseball player. I actually bought tickets to see him come to Pittsburgh next week, and he dislocated his shoulder yesterday. Um, so now I've got tickets to a baseball game to see a player that's not going to be there. But I'll Dang. have fun anyway. Um, Will he be there though? He might be there. It's unlikely. He just that won't be fly him out from San Diego in, in his condition, but. Probably won't be there. I even got like seats close to where he plays, you know, so I was kind of in line with the shortstop and right. I could watch him play. <laughs> I was very strategic about it. Get a refund. Yeah, I, I would still go. It would be a good time with my mom. We, we usually like to go to a baseball game once a year. But, you know, yeah, I, I think the cover art on that, and I know you guys aren't baseball fans, but I think this is something I physically want to own and display because the the, the cover art on this is a home run that he hit in the playoffs and then he just flipped his bat stared at the bench and just like started trotting the bases it was it's an iconic moment probably Can you just like get the cover art and get it on a poster yeah probably should um it's actually the oh hey it's actually the background on my phone well not that anyone cares or can see but you know that's uh yeah so that's that's it right there it's cool. not the, that's the actual so i've been carrying this around with me on my phone and now it's the cover art on mlb the show Damn. yeah and uh i think i want to own it so i think you're right nice, i think man. i appreciate that yeah because i think you'd get like you said, you want to own it. Yeah. I feel like it would be more satisfying for you to own it physically on the station. Yes. You want it on. And I think, you know, you know obviously, if I was going to buy it, it'd be on yeah. PlayStation. Yeah. Also, let's be honest. Now, this is a legitimate question. Are people as up about G score, gamer score, as they are about trophies? I don't know. Legitimately. I'm yeah, not. Some people are. Yes. Yeah, some. Yeah. And it used to be, I, I would say actually when I was in the height of my Xbox days, I probably cared more about gamer score than I care about trophies now. But now that I do the bulk of my gaming on a PlayStation console, I, I just want to see more trophies add yeah. up. And gamer score feels wasted to me at this point. It's just like, eh. you, you yeah. know what would be really good to get your gamer score up is uh, Sea of Thieves. A lot, of, a lot of achievements on that? I don't know. I just want somebody to play Sea of Thieves. I would have believed you if you would have said King Kong or something stupid. Like. Oh, maybe. I am Brad. Sports games from the early 2000s that had like four achievements worth 250 apiece. <laughs> Turn on console, 250. Damn. Yeah. So the big story, though, about the show is the fact, of course, this is a Sony-developed game from Sony San Diego. Uh, we know that we don't know the details of the deal, but uh, th due to some reason, which it probably has to do with MLB and their license, they were required, most likely required to release it on Xbox this year. And now it's the ultimate slap in the face where, to my understanding, PlayStation is publishing the game on PlayStation, of course. But part of the, whatever deal they have worked out, MLB is publishing the game on Xbox. So from what we can tell, MLB is the one who made this deal. So Sony didn't get, okay, that decides it even more. Well, I thought Sony they, was going to get paid. I would have to imagine MLB, if they're publishing it, that means they paid for it already to be front. made, for that yeah. port to be made. Yeah, that's right. my guess. See, and you just said the P word too. Now, now that I think of it as a port... Nope. Oh, it's definitely technically a port. Nope. Yeah. Because nope. Sony San Diego designed it for PlayStation, and then they're, you know, it's... Nope. That's the, it. Yeah. Nope. Phil, do you really want to play a port, man? I don't want to play a port. <laughs> Not to <laughs> say that... Like, dude, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. And to, to be clear, that doesn't mean that it's going to be any necessarily any worse on Xbox. In fact, it would be real fucking funny if the Digital Foundry video comes yeah. out and they're like... <laughs> It, uh, run, actually, it runs the, better. Don't, yeah. nope, don't. I don't think I'm going to send that to you if it's <laughs> fucking true, dude. I don't want to hear it. 
I can't. I don't. I don't know. I think that Sony would be so intentional that at at the very least that these are going to be absolute parity yeah, between yeah. the two. Yeah. So now that's definitely an interesting idea. That I think it's also funny that the same time they put what PlayStation is having as a PS Plus game and the MLB. Yeah. Like the same month it's on PlayStation Plus Zombie Army and Sony's title, Sony's title, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is now on Game Pass. Did you guys see the Xbox trailer where it'll be like, it's like, it's that Xbox sound. It says Xbox and then it instantly cuts and it says PlayStation Studios. That's so strange. Dude, I don't like it. It says PlayStation Studios on the box. When you boot up the game, it is going to set. It's going to have the PlayStation Studios intro thing. (sighs) So weird. Maybe this is the future, man. Maybe this is what it could be. Dude, PlayStation surely would have never wanted this to happen. (laughs) They are doing this because, well, they're doing it specifically with the Xbox release, probably because they had no other option. They either lost the license or release on a, you know, on Xbox is probably what they were given as the offer. But you would have thought that they, I don't know. I wonder how long PlayStation knew about it being a a Game Pass. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm very curious about what the inner workings of that deal is. Yeah, that that has to get hairy legally at some point. Was Jim Ryan like, you know, kicking his his desk over and then like punch (laughs) puts a hole through the wall? Well, I mean, you would assume that like I wasn't even thinking about like surely this would cut in. I mean, clearly this would cut into their sales. Of the game from well, Sony, right? Sony, uh, this is where it's it, we're starting to get out of my knowledge of publisher developer relations. But I would imagine that Sony is going to make money off the Game Pass. Do you, maybe I mean, with MLB publishing it, there's a lot of different things. I don't ways. think this could cut in because I think you just open it up to another market. Anyone that was probably going to buy it on PS5. Unless you have both consoles and you really want to just play it for free, you're probably still going to buy it on the console that you were originally going to play it on. Here's an interesting thing, Phil. Yep. Is maybe I'm wrong about the details. You might be able to correct me. We have a friend, our friend BJ, mm-hmm. who I believe during the 360 generation had a 360, mostly played sports games and the occasional Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Then. He moved over and got a PS4 because PS4 had the show. Yeah. And that's the only reason he moved over to PS4. I believe that. He didn't play a lot of games. He only still plays really sports games as far as I know. Right. Well, but also the questions you're having, Phil, literally on this podcast, the questions you are having is the same question other people are going to have internally. The question that I think probably no one really can answer 100% is what number of gamers have both consoles that would have bought it on one and they're going to play it free on game pass i think most people just got used to oh i need a ps and we didn't know this at the beginning of the ps5's life cycle so people probably bought a ps5 thinking i'm gonna have to play the show on this so i don't know i don't know i just don't know if it's gonna cut into their you're probably still gonna see the same amount of people buying it on i don't know i think people were just happy to get a ps5 they weren't even thinking about the show i was (laughs) Oh, Phil was thinking about the show. Always thinking. How, Always do you thinking put a lot of hours show. into the show? Every oh, yeah, year? man. It sucks, too, because, like, 
I'll go through the whole like minor league thing and then you get drafted by like the fucking Yankees and then you have to start all over because like <laughs> <laughs> not playing for those guys. You know, so I, I, yeah, I put, when I get a show, I mean, man, we're going back. I, I put hours into it on like the PSP or oh. the Vita, maybe one, maybe, maybe it was Vita. Whole one of the hours. handhelds. Um, yeah, I put a lot of time into these games. A couple hundred? No, I don't put a couple hundred hours into anything. But Damn. Maybe across a lot. years though. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, total. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, yeah, Sony, I mean, Sony's having a, a rough go of it right now. Some Are, of, see, they the public image wise, public image wise. Of but I'm saying like if the MLB said, hey, you're making this game, we're going to pay you to make it. It's going to be on your competitor service, but we're going to well, here's a nice chunk of change. Maybe Sony's like, yeah, we take a few lumps, but we still made more money than we would have normally made. Right. I'm just there's no way they made that game for free. The question we need to be asking ourselves, though, is why RBI baseball decided to throw its hat in the ring. Who? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's on all three. And I bought it on Switch just so I had a baseball game to take with me. It's not licensed, though, is it? Oh, yeah, sure is. Oh, yep. It's licensed now. It even came with like a Topps baseball card with the the cover uh, athlete. on. Is that why you bought it? I bought it because like I was going to be in a hotel at some point, I think, and I just bought it to have for that night. It was like thirty bucks. Hey, um, that's a deal. I'm like, well, I play got baseball on the go. Sure, but uh, I don't know why they think they can make money whenever the show exists in the same world. Mm. It's just it's not great. It's fine. It's just fine. Yeah, yeah. maybe I, even bad. Ben, I think you're right. I think that obviously Sony. I mean, money is of course the ultimate thing, but you got to wonder with. With all these public image L's right now, in a time when so many people cannot buy a PS5, are maybe thinking, well, I the Series X is not available, but more available. And Sony is doing all this, you know, doing XYZ that we don't like. And Xbox is doing all these great things. Maybe I'm going to switch. I think even if Sony was not, didn't have any negative press, the amount of positive press, even though I'm not sure if it's actually that they're, I don't know that they're getting anything over on Sony as much as they're catching up with Sony. Sure. But it looks better for them. So, yeah, I think even if Sony wasn't doing anything wrong or had any public dings on their record, I still think Xbox would look shinier right now. Yeah. That, yeah, I think you're right. I also think people aren't paying attention because Sony is dropping brand new games on PS Plus pretty regularly right now. Sure. Like at release. Right. And like it might not be some fancy Game Pass thing where it's like everything's coming day and date to Game Pass, but they're dropping a lot of new games for free to people. Um, not first party. No. But yeah. But that's coming, I'll bet you. I'll bet you we'll see some first party drop eventually. I I would imagine eventually, but I can't. Can you imagine like if they just said like, hey, here's our subscription service, like, you know, a Game Pass equivalent. It wouldn't matter what's on it, just the Scrooge McDucking that would be happening the first day, just all the people signing up for it immediately. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably how Game Pass was, too. Well, maybe not. Maybe not at first, because it was kind of a slow burn. There were very few games for it. Sea of Thieves was the first, uh, <laughs> the first Microsoft exclusive. It's the just, first thing I played on Game Pass. Yeah. I'm just glad that Avengers got added to PlayStation Now. Oh, did it? I, I did see that. I'm actually. pretty sure. <laughs> How janky is that going to be? 
it, I can't imagine it's going to play well. It's bad if it's local, let alone if it's streaming. <laughs> I really need to re-download that because I just want to observe the performance. But Dude, it's a fun game. Like I, I mean, I had my time with it, and I think I'm done. But yeah. like it, it was a fun game. Yeah. Matt was begging me to play it on Discord. He's like, Dustin, please, it's only ten dollars. I'm like, you're asking me. To it's ten dollars for a for a PS Plus or PS Now. Oh. oh. He was like. <sighs> Get spend ten dollars, we'll have a great time. I'm like, man, you're asking me to spend ten dollars on a game I don't want to play, so you can have fun. Right. I like you, right? I think you're a great guy. In fact, I'd love to play a game with you, whenever. That but might be the most this. I ever played paid for a video game. I bought like the one with the Captain America statue and all that nonsense. I remember that. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I don't. And I drove like an hour to get it because I couldn't find one nearby. <laughs> wow. But I really want, I mean, I have the statue on my shelf and some Brandon stuff. paid extra to play it early. I did. <laughs> I did. That I didn't do. I actually was, saw it at the store and I'm like, nah, I'm not going to pay extra to play it now. Don't I you will have pay to, significantly more, though. Isn't there some janky way you have to transfer your PS4 save to PS5? I would have, I would have, I would assume. Yeah, that, that just, that, that just deters yeah. me entirely. From that would make sense. It, I mean, it. yeah, with the whole vibe that the game gives off, that would make sense. Honestly, um, like, but, I, but don't want to transfer anything i started playing games over on the ps5 yeah. just to i honestly yeah. think that might have been my biggest l of all time as far as a video game goes yeah. it 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 dethroned no man's sky not oh, wow. current no man's sky i was thinking about playing that the other original day. game pass isn't it yes it, i should check it out it dethroned for, for biggest l at launch um because especially because i paid extra to play it early which was my own fault no Man's Sky might be the only game I traded in this generation or last generation. Well, Thanks. pretty much kept everything else. I was just so mad about it, I didn't even want it in my sight. Yeah. Just wanted it gone. The only quickie I have is that Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga yeah. has been delayed out of spring. Bunch of bitches. Well, who Again? knows what's going on with this game? Who knows? They're trying to make it the best Lego game ever. It's in development it's hell. hell. <laughs> it's reason it people like Phil really are the reason though. that Cyberpunk. <laughs> came out broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no game will ever come out on time again. No. Yeah. Definitely not. That's a bummer. Supposedly, the people that previewed it said, is there gameplay for that out? I don't know, but it, a lot of people after they saw it at E3 thought it looked, you know, spoke very highly of it. Right? I mean, we didn't. I don't see it. I don't understand. I mean, those games are great, but... Isn't it just the same game again, but with a different... Apparently not. Oh, really? Apparently it's a pretty new formula. Okay, for okay, Lego. okay, okay. So, that's all I got for the show. We're actually at time. Cool. Damn. And it's warm in this room. Yeah, it's so a lot in here. It's, it's yeah. getting a little hot. The warm days, the warm era has begun once again in the HP studio. So, but uh, yeah. Any closing comments, thoughts, ideas? Nah. Okay, well, <laughs> nah, just sitting over here. Thank yeah. You. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening. We appreciate it very much. And if you'd like to join our Discord and hang out with us, you can go to handsomefam.com slash Discord. Be cool. We're there hanging out. So until next time, we'll see you guys later. The HP Podcast is fan-funded through patreon.com slash handsomefandom. Thank you to our Patreon producers. Humor and Hobbies. Jared. Felix Tease, Josh Cummings, The Shadow Producer, Edward Walton, Stewie108, Charles Pedersen, Toby Ryland, Straw Hat Ninja, Josh DeBerry, Michael J. Sutherland, Jared Cavaliero, and Jason Cannon.